Welcome to Steamy Stories. This daily podcast features the best developing authors of love stories, along with exotic journals of passionate and explicit human interaction. Our curators have selected stories each day, bringing a diverse collection of storylines. Some are historic, some are futuristic, but they all relate to the human quest of physical and emotional desires for sexual expression. We delve into the youthful discovery of sexuality. We chronicle the vast expressions of healthy affection and sex drive. We feature the creative ways that real people overcome life's adversities and limitations and still find sexual fulfillment. And we celebrate the successes of people who restore losses in their love life and go on living in a pleasurable and generous way. Balanced sexuality is essential to healthcare for body, soul, and spirit. Subscribe to Steamy Stories podcast in your mobile apps and browsers. And now, today's story. Pokey Rachel, our first date is full of missed cues. By Ryu Yu a one inch I actually don't have a gag reflex. Oh geez, that's not what I didn't mean to say that. I just dug, why am I so marshmallow mouthed around you? From the first moment I saw her, I had a major crush. She worked in the mail room on campus. She just had the sweetest smile I had ever seen. I wasn't alone in my crush though. Basically everyone on campus was in love with her. Her name was Rachel and a few said she looked vaguely like Rachel McAdams. I later learned she had made herself look more like McAdams on purpose. Starting in high school, a few people told her about her doppelganger, and she was flattered by it, so she started doing her hair the same way and wearing the same bright red lipstick. Unfortunately, in her eyes and no one else's, her body developed to be much bustier than McAdams's. She lamented the distinction from her doppelganger, and she resented the type of attention she got for it. Nonetheless, she loved to dress up. By the time we met in our freshman year of college, she had grown into a flirty, friendly, confident young woman. I on the other hand, was not flirty or confident, but I did consider myself friendly. I'd periodically go to pick up my packages, and she'd always smile at me coquettishly. I felt like she liked me, but I told myself that she smiled at everyone while she was at work. I wasn't anything special. Until the day that I was. Visiting the mail room was my favorite part of the week. I started ordering things online just to have an excuse to see Rachel. I couldn't decide which I liked better, watching her as swing as she headed to the package storage room or watching her tits jiggle as she walked back. I tried not to be obvious about it, but I'm sure she caught me staring. She was especially cute as she tried to handle a package that was large or awkwardly shaped. Oh, awesome. I've been waiting for this package. I shared with Rachel. Oh yeah? What is it? She asked politely. Her hair was styled like Rachel McAdams had it in the notebook. It's this month's. I started excitedly, but then caught myself. Uh, it's nothing. Nerd stuff. I like nerd stuff. Do you cosplay? I wasn't sure I believed her. Busty babes weren't usually into nerd stuff. They usually teased me about my nerd stuff. Rachel could see my hesitation and was eager to prove herself. I do. What, just because I'm a girl, I can't like Star Wars? Just because I wear cute sundresses means I can't like cosplay? 
Just because my tits are 30G means I can't wear a Pokemon underwear set? She stopped suddenly and blushed. I don't think she meant to make such a candid admission. I was stunned into silence. I couldn't help but glance down at her impressive cleavage popping out of her sundress and wonder what a Pokemon bra would look like. When I looked back up, Rachel was tracking my pupils, and it was my turn to blush at getting caught checking her out. Ah uh, okay, fair enough. The package is from one of those monthly subscription sites. This month is supposed to be Japanese-themed. There's supposed to be a bunch of anime collectibles, DVDs, and t-shirts. Oh, cool. Can I see? Rachel asked as she leaned forward onto her elbows on the counter. It was difficult to not get caught staring at her cleavage again when she put it right in my eyeline, next to the box. Um, sure. I started fiddling with my keys, preparing to punch the tape open with one. Wait. Rachel stopped me. I have a better idea. Why don't you bring the box to my apartment later? We can open it together, and I can show you how much I like nerd stuff. Rachel blushed, and nerds. Can you wait that long to open it? I couldn't believe my ears. The hottest girl in my college life wanted me to come over to her apartment? Did she just ask me on a date? Sue sure. I stammered. Uh, what time? 8 o'clock, she suggested. I'll order Japanese takeout, and we can watch one of the anime DVDs in your package. I bumbled my way through telling her it sounded like fun, and getting her address and phone number, and I think I may have awkwardly thanked her for the opportunity, as if she'd just offered me a job. I also walked away without my box, and Rachel had to shout me back. I'd kick myself later for being so awkward, but for now, I was walking home on cloud nine. I knocked on Rachel's door at precisely 8 o'clock. I had actually arrived at 7.50, but then I paced nervously in the hall until 8 o'clock. She answered the door wearing the same sundress from this afternoon, a bright red, small pattern floral dress with spaghetti straps. She gave me a hug and invited me inside. She gave me a quick tour. Welcome to my apartment. This is the kitchen. It's open concept leading to the living room. OMG one night I came home and my two straight roommates were eating each other out on that sofa. You didn't need to know that, sorry. Um, let's just go to my room. She led me to the left of the living room, where I was enraptured, picturing what Rachel's roommates may look like, and what may have happened after she caught them. Here we are. It was a simple room. Queen bed on the left, TV in front of it, chest of drawers, and a desk to the right. She took my package from me and set it on the floor, then sat down next to it with her legs folded out to the side. I sat down across from her. She handed me a kitchen knife, and I opened the box. There was honestly a lot of cool stuff in there, but I tried to play down my excitement. I didn't want to seem too nerdy in front of this hot girl, and also my focus was pretty well divided between the box and her. There were half a dozen DVDs in the box. Five were anime titles I was familiar with. The sixth I recognized quickly as being hentai. I tried to quickly hide that one, but Rachel snagged it. Oh. Is this hentai? I've never watched hentai before. Cool. Which DVD do you want to watch tonight? My mouth was so dry I could barely talk. 
uh, whichever one you want. Rachel eyed the other five DVDs, but kept holding onto the hentai speculatively. Just then, there was a faint knock at the front door. The food. She hopped up, grabbed her purse off the desk, and ran to the front door. Left alone in Rachel's room for a moment, I let out a deep breath I didn't realize I had been holding. This wasn't my first date per se, but it was close. And it was certainly my first date with a girl as hot as Rachel. I looked at her bed and wondered what the plan was for tonight. I had a bad habit of overstaying my welcome at my friends' places, not realizing they wanted to go to bed. I vowed to try to be more socially aware tonight and leave at an appropriate time. My eyes strayed to Rachel's nightstand. There were three small items, perfume bottles. They were all the same exact shape but in three different sizes. I was curious enough to get up and investigate. As I lifted the first one, I quickly realized what I had been staring at, the smallest of three but plugs. I quickly tried to set it down exactly where I found it, but I couldn't quite remember where on the nightstand it had been. While I was floundering, Rachel suddenly returned with the food and a surprise bottle of sake. She saw me jump in surprise and guilt. Ah, oops, she said as she set the food down on the desk. I forgot I had those out. She hurried over next to me, opened a drawer in the nightstand, and threw the toys in the drawer. What can I say? Girls just want to have fun. Even as she tried to play it off like it was no big deal, the blush on her face revealed a second, conflicting emotion. Hey, I'm not judging at all. I think college is well, we're here to have fun, right? I couldn't think of anything else to say. Let's eat. We huddled together with our backs to a blank expanse of wall. It was surprisingly intimate eating from one box or bowl with two forks. Neither of us said much as we enjoyed the food in each other's company. Okay, movie time. Rachel announced. Let's start with the Miyazaki film and see how the night goes. Maybe if we're up for it, we'll watch the hentai later. I'm a bit of a lightweight though, so I might not make it through a second movie. That decision was a bit of a relief to me. I was nervous enough as it was without trying to navigate the social dynamics of watching animated porn on a first date. Back to the living room then? Oh no, I'm not sure when my roommates will be home. We'll watch the movie in my bed. Um, shoes off please. And get comfortable, take your jeans off too. This was an escalation I hadn't dared prepare for. I walked over to Rachel's bed, turned my back to her, quickly shucked my jeans off, and crawled under the covers before she could see me. Rachel crawled in next to me, still wearing her sundress. But I was acutely aware of her smooth, bare legs now touching my hairy bare legs. I could feel an erection forming in my boxers already and tried to shift around so I wouldn't tent the sheets. We watched the movie, but honestly, I didn't retain a single scene. I was too nervous and distracted by the buxom blonde next to me. Pretty early on in the movie, Rachel twisted and turned and fiddled under the sheets and next thing I knew, she was pulling her bra out from under the sheets. It was indeed a nerdy bra, as each cup was patterned like a giant poke ball. Still, I doubted myself. This is casual, I thought. She's just getting comfortable. It doesn't mean anything. About half an hour later, Rachel paused the movie. She got out from under the covers. I want to get more comfortable. 
I'm gonna change out of this dress. Do you mind if I put on one of the new t-shirts from the box? I shook my head. Thanks. Um, just don't look, okay? On the one hand, I wanted to be a gentleman and respect her request. On the other hand I'm a guy. Also, she winked at me before walking to the corner of the room. I compromised by covering my eyes with a hand and peering between a couple cracked fingers. Rachel was facing the bed as she shimmied the dress up to her waist. I recognized the Pokemon printed on her panties as Lickitung. She crossed her arms and pulled the dress higher and higher. Her massive boobs were caught on the fabric until she pulled the dress high enough, and they bounced freed. I'd never seen such magnificent tits, even in porn. They were so perfectly symmetrical, so luscious, so surprisingly perky for their size, her nipples were nickel-sized and pink, pointed right at me. I saw Rachel run her hands up and down her exposed torso, and then she pinched each of her nipples before putting on the gray t-shirt. The shirt wasn't designed for a woman Rachel's size, so it clung so tightly to her curves. It was scrunched up around her belly, exposing her midsection and the entirety of her panties. Her nipples poked through nicely, and I suspected they'd be visible even if they weren't so currently aroused. Rachel walked back across the room toward me, stooped to grab the other t-shirt, and tossed it at me. Change shirts so we can match. My body's not nearly as nice as hers, but I work out, so I wasn't shy about changing shirts in front of her. She sidled back into bed next to me and resumed the movie. I soon felt her hand on my thigh. Not stroking or anything. Just resting there. I finally took the liberty of resting my hand on her thigh in the same manner. I hoped she wouldn't get upset and kick me out of her apartment. Rachel did not get upset and kick me out of her apartment. Instead, she turned on her side, wrapped an arm around my chest, placed her right leg between my two legs, and kissed me on the cheek. I turned my head to kiss her back, but her eyes were closed and she was breathing heavily. She had fallen asleep wrapped around me. Rachel was as cute sleeping as she was hot awake. I didn't know what to do. I didn't want to wake her up, but I shouldn't spend the night. Although she did have us each change into pajamas basically. Maybe she did want me to stay the night. Would that be presumptuous? I was torn. I also didn't want to be the guy who snuck out before dawn. I mean, we hadn't had sex or anything but still, sneaking away after she fell asleep seemed wrong. Eventually, I decided to try to get some sleep and deal with the consequences in the morning. I woke up to Rachel still wrapped around me, but poking me in the chest. You're still here? I thought I could stall with a prolonged syllable, but nothing came to me. Good, Rachel smiled and nestled into my chest. Phew. Did we, we didn't do anything last night, did we, she asked. We ate dinner, drank sake, watched a movie. I mean we didn't do anything sexual, right? No. No, I would never. I was horrified at myself. No, I didn't mean, not that I would never with you, just that, the situation wasn't, I'd love to, well, I think you're, ah. Uh. I was only making things worse. Rachel patted me on the chest. Thank you for not taking advantage last night. Just so you know, I also think you're a... I couldn't see her face, but I could feel her smirking as she teased me. I should tell you, I'm not looking for a boyfriend. 
I didn't mean for you to spend the night, although I'm glad you did. I'm just looking for a nerdy friend. Maybe someone to exchange favors with. Oh, that didn't come out right. I didn't mean I just meant that. I genuinely want to be your friend. But maybe you could help me with my math homework, and I could help you with something. I actually don't have a gag reflex. Oh geez, that's not what I didn't mean to say that. I just dug, why am I so marshmallow-mouthed around you? My head was spinning. Rachel wasn't making any sense, and I couldn't believe a girl as hot as Rachel could be as nervous around me as I was around her. Okay, I'm gonna stop talking. I have to work this morning. Is your car here? Would you mind dropping me off? Of course I will. I answered. Great. I'm gonna go take a shower. Do you need a shower? She asked. I think I'm fine for now. I don't have anything going on today. I'll drop you off at work, and then I can shower back home. Oh, okay that makes sense. She seemed disappointed. As soon as she left the room, I was kicking myself. Why am I so bad at picking up on hints? That was an invitation, right? Or was it? Is it too late to ask her if it was an invitation? I argued with myself for 20 minutes. She's probably almost done showering by now. At 30 minutes, I decided to poke my head in the bathroom and check on her. I wouldn't look. I would just make sure she hadn't slipped. 30 minutes seemed like a long shower. I walked cautiously to the bathroom door. I poked my head in. Rachel? I called. Finally. I heard her say. Okay, that was definitely an invitation. You know on second thought, maybe I should shower here. I think I spilled some soy sauce or something. Oh, then you should definitely hop in. I'd never gotten undressed so fast. As I peeked around the shower curtain, I saw Rachel fully nude for the first time from the back. My eyes trailed up from her calves to her thighs to her round, well-toned ass. I stopped here for a moment, to her narrow waist to her lithe back. I stepped into the shower behind her. I was wondering where you were. I need someone to wash my back. She handed me a sponge, already lathered up in soap. I took my time running the sponge softly over every inch of her back. It gave me a chance to admire every curve. As I soaked her lower back, I was distracted by her ass. Suddenly, she turned around and I was soaping her midriff. I was now face to face with Rachel's perfect tits. You can stare. I don't mind. I didn't really have a choice at this point. Her tits were glistening, drops of water hanging from each nipple. Rachel bounced her boobs rapidly and water shook off in every direction. You're a little late. I already washed my front, and I really do have to get to work now. I was crestfallen. I wanted nothing more than to latch onto one of those perky nipples. Before we ran out of time, I took a step back to check out her pussy. She had a mound of soft blonde curls. Not enough natural blondes grow a bush. Don't worry. You'll get a chance to play with these one day. I'm definitely gonna need to play with that dick. I looked down and found my erection pointing upright at Rachel's face. Unfortunately, we really don't have time today. Which is a shame. 
She took a step closer to me and wrapped her arms around my neck so she could whisper in my ear, because I really do enjoy sucking dick. I'm a giver. I love to watch the pleasure and the ecstasy in a guy's eyes. I love to control a guy with my lips. And I love the taste of cum. I couldn't tell if she was just teasing me or if she was being honest. I didn't actually care at the moment. Next thing I knew, Rachel turned off the water. There's an extra towel under the sink. I watched her tits wobble as she dried her hair. Sorry, you're gonna have to do the walk of shame in yesterday's clothes. Oh wait. You have your new anime shirt. No one has seen that yet. I couldn't get any words out. I could tell I was being shuffled along out of the apartment and on with my day. I dressed quickly, as did Rachel. I drove her to work as promised. We were a few minutes late, but she still took a minute to bend into the driver's window and kiss me briefly on the lips. I stared at her cleavage as she told me, I really did have fun last night. We should do it again. Like I said, I'm not looking for a boyfriend and I'm not really looking to date. But I'd love to be friends and hang out sometimes. And also, you know, the other thing I said. Her voice lowered. About your dick. She perked back up, okay bye. She turned and sashayed toward the mailroom. I drove home to give myself some overdue relief. It had been the best night of my life, if only because I got to see my crush naked. I really needed to offer her help on her math homework. I didn't know what to do. I wanted a second date with Rachel, obviously. I wanted an opportunity to try again to pick up on the cues this time. I had been kicking myself ever since I had dropped her off at work after our first date. Stupid, stupid. Why didn't I ask her about her roommates? Why didn't I ask about the toys she clearly left out on purpose? She left them out on purpose, right? Why didn't I compliment her body when she changed in front of me? Why didn't I make a move when she cuddled up next to me? Worst of all, the only correct response to a girl telling you she doesn't have a gag reflex is some variation of I don't believe you. Is it too late to try that? Could I go up to her next time I pick up a package and say, hey, remember when you told me you enjoy giving blowjobs? Well what I should have told you is that I enjoy receiving blowjobs. For some reason, I don't think that will work as well in the daylight as it would have in her bedroom. Stupid. What was worse was that I still had to see Rachel all the time. I had ordered so many packages just to have excuses to talk to her, and now they were all arriving. I thought about leaving them there to pile up, but I was afraid they'd be returned to sender after a few days, and they were actually kinda expensive. I tried to go when Rachel wouldn't be there, but the package room was only open for limited hours, and it seemed that Rachel was working all of them. So, there I was, three times a week, trying to ask my crush for a blowjob, while desperately trying to not talk to her at all for fear of ruining my chances at a second date. It was not going well. And so that's why I think next generation is better than Deep Space Nine. I found myself saying. I wasn't sure how long I had been talking. Or how long I had been looking at Rachel's cleavage instead of her face. I hear what you're saying, Rachel answered plainly. But what I asked was whether you knew anything about thermodynamics and wave phenomena. Oh. I looked up into Rachel's hazel eyes, which had clearly been watching me get lost in her tits. She seemed more amused than angry though. 
For the first time today, I noticed she had dyed her hair brown and styled it like Rachel McAdams's character in Game Night. Um, well I... Stop. Rachel instructed me. I think your soliloquies on nerd stuff are adorable, and I happen to agree about Picard being the better captain. But I don't think either of us have time right now for you to try to answer me again with only half your brain working. So, I'm gonna assume that yes, you are good at physics and that yes, you would love to help me with my homework. 8 o'clock at my apartment again? I nodded silently, afraid that any big movements on my part might push the stars and planets out of alignment and I'd lose my second shot with Rachel. Great. By the way, my roommates will probably be home tonight, so get your mind out of the gutter before you come over. In fact, maybe give yourself a little stress relief at 7.30 so you can be ready to concentrate when you get to my place. I didn't know what to make of that. I nodded silently again, took my package, and walked away from Rachel without a word. My awkwardness hurt me, but I thought it was safer than trying to be cool. After pacing in the hall for three minutes, I knocked on Rachel's door at 8 o'clock sharp. The door swung open and I found myself face to face with my crush, dressed down for a casual night of studying. She was wearing what looked like a short-sleeved, silk button-up shirt and matching silk pants. Both pieces were light gray, patterned with little enterprises, Spock hands, and the words boldly go. Rachel was barefoot and based on the way her nipples poked through the shirt, I guessed she wasn't wearing a bra. Welcome. I'm so glad you're here. There's pizza in the kitchen, help yourself. Oh, these are my roommates, Stephanie and Isabel. As she led me into her apartment, Rachel gestured toward the living room sectional couch, where her roommates waved to me in turn. Stephanie was tall, blonde, and beautiful. She looked like Alice Eve, but maybe six feet one inch. She even had heterochromia. She had the friendliest smile as she wiggled her fingers at me. Stephanie was wearing a tight yoga top and yoga pants. Isabel was short, brunette, and adorable. She looked like Penelope Cruz, but only five feet three inches. She seemed excited to see me as she waved frantically at me, before turning to laugh with Stephanie. Isabel was wearing a sports bra and short gym shorts. Both roommates were extremely fit. I seem to remember Rachel mentioning that her roommates were both athletes on the school teams. I think Stephanie did some sort of track and field, and Isabel was on the soccer team maybe? Rachel caught me eyeing her roommates. I couldn't help but remember what Rachel had let slip last time I was here, that her roommates had hooked up on that very couch they were sitting on now. Rachel jabbed me in the ribs. Hey! It's study time, remember? Then quieter, so only I could hear her, did you take my advice about stress relief? I spoke for the first time since entering the apartment. I did, but I don't know if it worked. I drank some herbal tea, I listened to some classical music, and I tried to breathe deeply. But I'm still pretty nervous around you. I admitted. Rachel stared at me dumbstruck. That's not, I meant, okay, well, I guess we'll just have to deal with it. Here, you sit here. She directed me to a chair at the kitchen table, where I'd have my back to the roommates. Rachel sat down at a 90-degree angle from me. This'll be fine, she continued. We're all here to study. They have exams coming up too. The little minxes aren't even really lesbians, 
that was just a one-time, random, experimentation. Rachel seemed to be rambling to herself now. I could tell she was stressed about her physics class, so I gathered up my resolve, opened her book, and dove in. We got through about an hour of studying, and I felt like we were making progress. But Rachel kept looking over my shoulder toward the living room. I started hearing giggles coming from that direction, but I tried to keep us on topic. My responsibility was to help Rachel, I couldn't also worry about whatever her roommates were supposed to be studying. My explanation of the law of conservation of energy was interrupted once again by the sudden distinct snap of elastic against skin, a quick shriek, and another round of giggles. I started to turn to see what was going on in the living room when Rachel grabbed my arm. Don't mind them. They're doing this just to bother me. Doing what just to bother you? It's just difficult to concentrate with them here. What are they studying for? I whispered to Rachel. Rachel stared over my shoulder and answered without looking at me, anatomy, it seems like. That's an awful lot of giggling for study time. They just love to distract me. And I think they're excited to have you here to distract too. I tried to continue my explanation, but I couldn't pull Rachel's focus back to physics. Do we need to take a break? I asked her. Rachel finally looked back at me, her hazel eyes gleaming. Yes. As a matter of fact, I think I owe you. You've done me a favor, I think our agreement was that I do you a favor back? My eyes darted quickly to Rachel's chest as she began to unbutton her silk pajama top. As her 30G boobs came into view with her erect nipples staring into my eyes, I started to reach for one. No, no, not tonight. Tonight, I'm doing you a favor. And with that, Rachel slipped to her knees under the kitchen table. Without the obligation to help Rachel study, I could focus more on the sounds coming from around the room. Behind me, I could hear the unmistakable sound of making out. I wasn't sure where to look. On the one hand, I had a busty, now brunette angel on her knees fiddling with my zipper. On the other hand, I needed to know what her not-lesbian roommates were doing to each other on that couch. Rachel made my decision for me when her delicate hand slipped my cock out of my jeans and her tongue made contact with the base of my shaft. I had fantasized about this moment for too long, and I wouldn't miss it for the world. As Rachel suckled on the head of my dick, she grabbed my jeans and boxers and pulled them the rest of the way down my legs. She trailed her tongue down the underside of my shaft until her lips reached my balls. She sucked one in as she turned her attention to untangling my pants from my feet and tossing them aside. Free of that obstruction, Rachel shimmied forward until her knees were on the ground between my feet, and then she really got to work. Meanwhile, from behind me, I could hear moans of pleasure and the slurping of juices. I wondered who was eating whom, but I couldn't tear my eyes away from Rachel's. She had one hand holding my knee for balance while the other hand twisted on the base of my dick. Her head bobbed up and down in my lap. Still, she never broke eye contact. Her mouth was so soft and warm, and it felt luxurious. I loved watching my dick disappear between her bright red lips. Her lipstick left red smears all over my shaft. From one moment to the next, I cycled between disbelief at how deep she was taking me, doubt at my own memory of the previous moment, awe at the evidence of the lipstick stains around my base, and then euphoria as Rachel repeated her attack. 
Rachel would build me up toward the verge of orgasm, but then stop before I hit the point of no return. She kept me as hard as I'd ever been, and she seemed to know exactly where my limits were. Her eyes were watching mine and responding to every tiny reaction I gave. It was like she was tracking my heartbeat by watching the fluttering of my pupils. From the living room, I could hear two distinct sets of moans building and building in concert with each other. When the sounds reached a crescendo of ecstasy, Rachel suddenly slammed her face down until her nose poked into my pelvis. She had my entire dick lodged in her throat, and I could feel her neck muscles massaging me and pulling my cum from me. With a groan, I came along with the two roommates I couldn't see, depositing my load directly into Rachel's throat. When I'd finished ejaculating, Rachel slowly drew her mouth off my cock, cleaning it with her tongue along the way. She finally removed the head with a small pop Rachel licked her lips and smiled at me. While still kneeling under the table, my half-hard dick still pointing half-heartedly at her face, Rachel looked up at me. Delicious, she declared simply. I can tell you didn't give yourself any stress relief before coming over here. She blushed slightly. Good job hanging on as long as you did. She seemed nervous to admit, like I said, I love sucking cock. I hate when it's over too quickly. I'm sorry about my roommates. They just love to spoil my fun. I heard giggling and turned finally to catch a glimpse of her roommates. The two of them were holding hands and running down the hall toward one of their bedrooms. I only saw their asses, but the view confirmed they played for one of the school teams. Rachel got herself out from under the table, retrieved her shirt from I don't know where, and began buttoning it back up. I think we've done enough work for one night. Do you think you could finish up my homework for me? I understand it all a lot better now, and I just think filling it out would be a bit tedious. I nodded serenely. Great. Rachel exclaimed. Next thing I knew, she was handing me my backpack and thanking me for my help tonight. I felt myself being pushed toward the exit, so I took my leave, grateful for the mind-blowing blowjob. Maybe next time we can study at your place. I can be loud and distracting too. I'll make you a king amongst your neighbors. She shut the door behind me. I stumbled off sheepishly toward my car, carrying my backpack. Tonight couldn't have gone any better. Except, of course, I would have liked to have been sat in a different chair where I could have watched her roommates. Maybe I'll request that next time. It wasn't until I pulled into my parking lot at home that I realized I'd left my jeans and my boxers at Rachel's. By Ryuyui1. Thanks for joining us for today's steamy story. Come back tomorrow for another tale of explicit romance and passion. We hope you found pleasure in today's story. Be sure to subscribe to Steamy Stories Podcast in your mobile podcasting app. Our podcast server and website also contains our full library of past episodes. Happy dreams.